No, you can't save, I'm mad enough Smoking hella weed, I'm on the alcohol The shawty licked me clean away, she sucked me off I keep two O's in my bed, I got them turning up What would you do if you heard I got it going off? I had to burn, I left skirmers, I had to deal Gotta watch for 12, around my town, you might get killed I'm on my mind, yeah, I'm high by the rim You cop and lie, boy, I got it all on film you gotta watch out where you rock it, shit get real Drink too real, I can't be fake, don't know the feel Gotta take a long drive up the hill Gang too heavy, move like Navy SEALs I'm too heavy, think I need a lift Chicago, baby, she just wanna drill The vibe's too heavy, it's too hard to kill Gotta watch out where you go, cause shit get real Gracious host, Mitchell Brown. Gonna be real quick. Gonna have a really, really, really quick um, show for y'all this week. Uh, we got the live show coming up. Shout out Cognac and Conversation. Shout out my homegirl Simone. Um, I was tapped to uh, co-host, if you will, or or be a guest on on the live show of uh, Cognac and Conversations. That's going down tomorrow in Baltimore. Um, it's just kind of sold out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you get there, get there. If you don't, um, I'm going to try to put the audio. Well, I'm going to see if I can get the audio and um, release it here. If not, it, you can check it out on um, the Cognac and Conversations YouTube page. And, uh, yeah. So, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about Kanye West. Right. By the way, guys, this is this 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 is a I mean, this is this is truly pop the trunk right here. Right. Like I'm doing this. No notes, no nothing. Just off the top of my head, because, you know, what I'm saying time is precious. And, and I ain't want y'all to think that we didn't love y'all. I don't want y'all to think that I didn't care enough about y'all to give y'all an episode, even though um, it's kind of a quick week. You know what I'm saying? But um, you guys may have seen Kanye West on Saturday Night Live uh, this past weekend. Um, you may have heard about some of the bullshit he was saying. Um, why do we care? Why are we surprised? Right? Why? 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 Why do we give Kanye all of this attention? You know what I mean? Um, like, why do we even give the Kardashians all, all, all this attention? Because clearly this is Kanye Kardashian. This is a Kanye West. This is Kanye Kardashian. Um, Kanye is not even making music. Kanye is supposed to be one of the biggest artists in music and he pushed his album back because Lil Wayne dropped an album. And then he on some Lauryn Hill shit talking about he gonna push his album back. Not a week, but he gonna push his album back to Black Friday like motherfuckers buy CDs. He gonna push his album back to Black Friday because he gotta go record in Africa. What the fuck is this nigga talking about? Don't nobody care. At least we shouldn't care. Right? Kanye... Kardashians, our president. We're in the era of the attention whore. 
if you haven't noticed already, right? I mean, like, aside from, you know, the Fashion Nova and, uh, and the flat tummy tees and shit like that we see everywhere, this is the era of the attention whore. Stop feeding the trolls. You guys remember when you were kids, you would go to the zoo. They'd say, like, don't feed the animals and shit. Yo, my man, stop paying attention to weird-ass, drug-addicted-ass Kanye. He don't he you know he just he just be fumbling saying bullshit out of his mouth he don't know what he's saying just be yapping out of his mouth stop feeding into that bullshit like just stop so I don't care about Kanye West he's talking about um um he he's he, he, uh getting rid of the Thirteenth Amendment he don't know what he's talking about it's it's again ramblings of a syphilitic brain he don't know what he's talking about stop it. Stop it. Just stop paying it. Let him wear whatever hat he wants to wear. And he thinks that shit is couture because he changed a brim or because he... he stop it. Stop it. You're talking about he, he won't reach out to Colin Kaepernick to set up a meeting with Colin Kaepernick and President Pussy Grabber. Let's not have a dialogue. Excuse me. Let's have a dialogue, not a diatribe. Yo, <laughs> I don't even know what that word mean. Like a, a diatribe. What are you talking about, my man? What are you talking about? One thing I will give Kanye West credit. There was a point in time, early, early, like when I was a child, early hip hop, where dumb rappers would try to sound smart. And Kanye is a dumb nigga trying to sound smart. It's not, you know what I'm saying? I, like, this, it, stop it. Stop giving him attention. Just change the channel. Yeah, we got so many channels. Even though they're owned by the same five people. We got so many different channels. Just change the channel. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Change the channel. So we're going to change the channel. We're going to briefly talk about sports right now. Um, last weekend, college football. I'm a huge college football fan since I'm not watching the NFL. Go Buckeyes. Um, but I'm not really talking about the game, but but um, a, a coach, coach of Texas A&M University by the name of Jimbo Fisher. Only in college football can, like, cats name like Dabo and Jimbo and um, uh, who was the guy? Jim Bob. Right, they, they, there was a coach in college football, Jim Bob Cooter. Only in college football can these guys. Like, could would you go to a dentist if it was Jimbo Fisher DDS? You know what I'm saying? Would you would 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 you go to an orthopedic surgeon named Jim Bob Cooter? Right. Would you get your taxes prepared by someone named Dabo Sweeney? You know what I'm saying? Um, no, you wouldn't, right? So thank you, college football, for making people with weird names um, insanely wealthy. So Jimbo Fisher um, lost control of his emotions. I believe that, that that's what he said, lost control of his emotions, and he grabbed a young man's face mask, one of, one of his uh, players' face masks. I don't remember the guy's name of the face mask that he grabbed he got up in his face grabbed at him barked at him shit like that and um you know pe some some people got up in arms some people had no problem with it personally um well pause 17 year old mitch may not have had a problem with it um you know i played 
I played some football on a, on a small level, nothing of any grand scale or anything like that. Um, and that football culture is a bitch. Football culture makes you put up with shit on the football field that you wouldn't put up with in real life. And and I mean I mean some can say that that's like sports culture as well, but mainly football culture. Um, football culture will allow you to tolerate people talking to you in a way that you would never let anybody talk to you. Football culture will allow. Well, pause. Football culture will have you accept nicknames that you did not give yourself. Right. Every coach I had, they refused to call me by my full name as well as some of my other teammates. Even if they had short names, like three-letter names, four-letter names, they, they, would, they would give us nicknames. Shit like that is football culture. Football culture is, is, is you know, you, you feel like a bitch. You, you, you feel like you're chicken shit if, 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 like, you don't sacrifice for your team. So 17-year-old Mitch, I would have been cool with my coach grabbing my face mask. Um, granted... The football that I played, um, we didn't play on ESPN or, or you know, any, any kind of national television, nationally televised games or anything like that. Maybe my opinions would be different, right? If I told everybody, hey, mama, I'm going to be on ESPN and coach is yoking me up. Now, the, 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 like I said, the player doesn't have a problem with it, um, so that's fine. That's cool in the gang. Some people were talking about the coach should be fired. I'm not going to go that far and say that the coach sh sh should be fired. If the player is okay with it, if the people that pay the coach are okay with it, really, it ain't really shit that any of us could do about it. I will say that um, if the player retaliated, I wonder if the tone would, would, would be the same. I wonder if this would just be like a water under the bridge kind of deal. If the player retaliated, Right. Whenever the player does something, and this is not even just on a collegiate level. Um, there's a guy uh, by the name of Michael Kendricks. I believe we talked about Michael Kendricks a few weeks back when um, he first got charged with insider trading or, or, or like when he pled guilty to insider trading. And um, he recently got suspended by the NFL for insider trading. Like the NFL gives a damn about white collar crime. Um, but. People were talking, you know, you know, people like like fans and shit. You know what I'm saying? The the infamous they, right? Like they said, you know what I'm talking about? People are are, are saying, um, oh, he Michael Kendricks deserved to be suspended. It's weird how people, fans, seldom side with the player. Cause if homie from Texas AM, right, and, and Texas AM is big time division one football. I can't imagine that this dude is a small man, whoever's face mask got, got, got grabbed, whatever his name. I can't imagine he's a small man. If he would have cocked back and let one go in Jimbo Fisher's jaw, would he have been able to say, oh, hey, you know what? I just lost control over my emotions. I'm really sorry. Now, he may have said that, but would we have accepted his apology? Or... We'd be calling him a thug. We'd be digging up his background, trying to figure out what his mother did for work, trying to figure out, you know, his father's arrest record and all types of bullshit, the shit that we do. Will we have done that? Because most of us, 
with with children, raise our kids. Yo, if somebody put their hands on you, you fucking stand up for yourself and you put they put your hands back on them. Don't let nobody. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure, homie, the 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 dude that got his face mask grabbed. I'm this. I'm just gonna assume that he ain't come from a place of privilege. If you come from a place of privilege, you 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 really shouldn't be playing football. If he would have cocked back and let one go in Jimbo Fisher's eye, pause. <laughs> would we be so lenient? Or, we, well, going back to the point about Michael Kendricks and insider trading, um, Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Cleveland Browns, he got jammed up in some white-collar crime or, or like a company that he owns or whatever, got jammed up in some white-collar crime, and, and, and he was holed up, hiding from the feds and shit, and nobody even wants to talk about that. Fans and shit don't want to talk about that. You know, whenever there's an issue with, between players and ownership, fans often sign with owners, which is baffling considering that, that the players are labor and most of the fans are labor in some form or fashion. So why is it that we don't want to side with the labor? You know, I, I, I don't have a definite answer. I don't have an intelligent answer. Um, I can give you my opinion. My opinion is because the fans don't really like the labor, or at least they don't like what the labor looks like. Right? So when guys hold out, like Le'Veon Bell is holding out, um, Earl Thomas got hurt. He should have held out, but Earl, Earl Thomas got hurt. And people, you know what I'm saying? There, there, there really isn't any sympathy for these players. Mainly because the fans don't like the players. The fans like the product. The fans come We as fans, we commodify our athletes. We don't view them as human beings. Get out there and run, jump, and dance and entertain me, boy. That's, that's, the, that's the opinion. That's, that's, how, that's how it operates. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's bullshit. Right, we need to give these players, especially in college sports. I I don't think there's a player more defenseless. You know, yeah, we hear about the, the defenseless receiver, the defenseless player can't hit the defenseless player, whatever the case. I don't think there's a player more defenseless than a college football player. College, m- most of the time, college football players don't even get four-year scholarships; they get one-year scholarships. So that means that they got to perform, they got to come out hurt, and and I mean, honestly, they ain't they're not going to class. You know, I live re- really, really close to Rutgers University. Rutgers plays in the Big Ten conferences. If, if, if Rutgers has a game against Iowa, them niggas ain't going to class on Friday. You feel what I'm saying? And I mean, honestly, they may not be going to class on Monday when they get back from Iowa, right? But if you're on like the Rutgers basketball team or the volleyball team or any club, you know, and you got a game. In Bloomington, Indiana. You ain't going to class. The day before the game, the day after the game, whatever the case. You're not doing that, yo. Especially if you play football. Man, these guys, they get beat up. But we don't give a shit about college athletes. You know? Some of us don't feel like that they should be paid. I disagree. I think they should be paid. I'm not saying that you should pay millions of dollars. But at least allow them the opportunity to make money on the outside. Don't penalize them for making ancillary money. You know? If they choose to sell a jersey. If they choose... If if they're a good enough player to sell autographs and shit like that, yo, let them. 
if the other players aren't aren't that good enough to to command that type of dollar amount for a signature tough titty skill up you know what i'm saying i'm not saying that, that the ncaa should pay them even though the ncaa is more than capable there's money there if we got money to put barbershops in the, the the locker room at the university of alabama we got money to pay the players you know five thousand a season you know what i'm saying Pay him five, yo, pay him five grand a season. Boom. Problem done. Right? And and honestly, you break it down to these school budgets, that's really not a lot of money. Right? Five grand. Let's say you got like 70 cats on a on a on a on a football team, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Not a lot of money when 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 you think about the University of Texas probably made 70 million last year. You feel what I'm saying? But, you know, fuck the players. Fuck the labor. One player that I am very, 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 very proud of, my man, Eric Reed. Eric Reed had his press conference with uh, the Carolina Panthers. Eric Reed, um, friends, former teammates um, of Colin Kaepernick, used to play for the San Francisco 49ers. When I watched the NFL, I cheered for the San Francisco 49ers. Even though I'm not watching the NFL, I cheer for the 49ers. I want, I want the Niners to be successful. Um, Eric Reed, very good at his job, has been very good at his job since he's been doing this job. And they put a microphone in his face and he showed the fuck out. Uh, for the sake of time, I'm not going to play his press conference, but he has an 11 minute press conference and, um, you should listen to his press conference. The reason why you should listen to his press conferences, whenever there's any type of racial issue, whenever there's some type of issue pertaining to race, and we're going to talk about some things involving race a little bit later in the show, um, people often want cats that aren't really qualified to talk about race to talk about race, right? Um, the police officers in North in Charlotte, North Carolina, a while back, uh, killed a man, shot a man um, that was sitting in his car. I believe this man had a brain injury of some sort. I know his wife... Uh, she she recorded the incident on her cell phone. There was dash cam video, whatever the case. And, and people were like, oh, man, we need, you know, how come Cam Newton is silent about this? Because Cam ain't qualified to talk about complex issues like race in America the way that Eric Reed can. Um, some of us may have seen the clip of Eric Reed where he was talking about, um, um, you know, next year marks the 400th anniversary that... Um, Slaves from the continent of Africa, continent of Africa, not not city, continent of Africa, um, stepped foot on the soil, and then and then and then he ran down the list of facts, not the alternative kind, but legitimate facts, as to the laws that were put in place to to kind of stifle the progress of Black Americans, um, and that's why he protested. Protest had nothing to do with the flag, had nothing to do with the anthem. Um, contrary to what our president says. And with the eloquence and the diction and the competence and the clarity that he spoke with, NFL don't want them problems. One thing that I think was really, really, really intriguing about that also was well, he was talking about um, the Players Coalition that, that partnered with the NFL to, to, to do different things in, in terms of improving their communities or whatever the case and how. Um, you know, he felt like they really weren't doing the work. That it was just kind of like a dog and pony show. It was just kind of, kind of bullshit. 
right? Now, one thing that I appreciate about Eric Reed in this respect is the fact that he didn't use this platform to kind of talk bad about the players. So, right now, um, you know, some people's favorite hotep, fucking Tariq Nasheed, is um, in a in a in a Twitter war with um, Jamila 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 Lemieux. Jamila Lemieux, I believe her name is. Now, I'm I'm not I'm not a I'm not, I'm not familiar enough with Jamila Lemieux to say if I'm a fan or not. Um, I'm not a fan of the tweets that I've seen, uh, or rather the retweets that I've seen. I, I don't know if she actually tweeted them or not, but but if she actually tweeted them, I'm not a fan of that. Um, but but there seems to be like a small contingent, maybe not maybe it's maybe not so small, but but f- from my vantage point at least, or to the best of my knowledge, there seems to be a small contingent of um, black people that feel like black men are the demise of the black society or just American society in general. Um, and I think that's bullshit. And, and her, her, the, the tweets that I've seen reflected that. Um, I don't know if, she, you know, again, I don't know if she feels like that. I don't know what she's like in real life. I don't, I'm not familiar with, with her work. I understand she used to be an editor for, for Ebony Magazine or Essence Magazine, one of those magazines. Can't say that I've thumbed the pages of Essence or Ebony and, the, the the recent past or that I plan on doing it in the near future. Um, but one thing I don't like is when black people argue about black shit in front of white people. You feel what I'm saying? When like black people argue and bicker and fight and shit in front of white people, like like it's like it's like some type of stallion fight or something like that. Right? Like right now, you know, there's a lot of people upset about our possible new Supreme Court justice. As I record this, I, I don't know if Judge Kavanaugh has been sworn in or, or, or is going to be sworn in as, as a Supreme Court justice or not. Um, but that issue, I mean, it is, but it, it, it isn't. And, and try not to lose me here. That issue isn't really a black issue. Right, like, like that seems like a civil war amongst white people. Whenever they have one of these um, alt right or one of these white supremacist rallies, you know what I'm saying? Unite the white rally or whatever the fuck. There's this group called Antifa, and they talk about Antifa, and um, I never see any black people in Antifa. So at at these rallies in Portland, Oregon. It's white people fighting white people. That ain't really a black person's fight. And I mean, of course, if, if, if you're a black person in America and you want to exercise your First Amendment right to protest and you want to protest against Brett Kavanaugh and the disgusting actions that he is alleged to have committed, more power to you. Um, but for Tariq, somebody that, you know, obviously has a following and for... Um, Miss Lemieux, somebody that obviously has a following, for them to, 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 to hash it out publicly in front of people that may not be allies, I, I kind of got a problem with that. I mean, I'm here for the drama, I'm here for the jokes, I'm here for the shits and giggles on the internet, of course. But that's not really going to lead us to progress. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope that they can kind of iron out the differences, which I don't really believe that, that they will, because um, homie's talking about shorty dad. And you know, for the black women that I that for the black women that I know that have good relationships with their fathers, 
they ain't really here for you to talk bad about their dad. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, Tariq is alleging that her, her father, well, I, I'm really not sure what he's alleging. He's just pointing out the fact that her father um, was a Black Panther. And now he's a police officer. He's a retired police officer, which kind of raises my eyebrow a little bit because how could he be both? You know, like, like, you know, like Jagger Hoover said that um, the Black Panthers are the most dangerous threat to American society. And a lot of those brothers and sisters were targeted and put on watch lists and many of them were assassinated and many of them are in prison to this day. Many of them are living in exile. Uh, many of them had to flee the country for freedom. And this guy becomes a police officer. I would like to know how that happened. Uh, you know, you know, like I, if that's a finesse job or, um, you know, you know what I'm saying? I not now I'm not gonna say that homies and a quote unquote agent. I just would like to know how you go from point A to point B. That's intriguing. But um yeah, man. Like I I I I just dislike it when black people argue in public, especially when it's a black man versus a black woman. I think that we could do better than that. You know what I'm saying? I I I, I really, really, really think that we could do better than that. Um speaking of people doing better. Facebook. You know how to post videos from Facebook? Facebook, I don't know if you guys know, um, we all have Facebook accounts. And if we don't have Facebook accounts, well, yeah, no, we all have Facebook accounts. <laughs> Pretty much, we all have Facebook accounts. Facebook got hacked. And um, I, I don't know much about it. What, what I do know is at the moment, at least 50 million people were compromised. Right now, we use Facebook to get into other apps. Like, you know, some people sign on to Spotify through their Facebook. Some people, these dating apps, these dating apps, um, you know, Tinder or whatever, um, go through Facebook. Right? A lot of other apps go through Facebook. Instagram goes through Facebook. Uh, there, there are people that have Instagram businesses. You know what I'm saying? I know some young ladies that sell those bundles through the Instagram. Um... So we don't know how deep this rabbit hole goes. We don't, you know, you know, we don't know what what was lost and what wasn't lost. Now, if 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 you're expecting Facebook to give you an honest account about what happened, good luck. You know, and like they tried to say, oh, Zuckerberg got hacked, and and I believe the COO, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remember that woman's name. She got hacked, and I don't believe that shit by damn sight. I don't believe Mark Zuckerberg has a legitimate Facebook account. He might have like a dummy account or some shit. Just like, just like how, like you know, what I'm saying y'all may have a work email and shit, or like how y'all may have a landline just because it came a part of the triple play when you got your cable package or whatever. But you don't know the number. You ain't, you know, what I'm saying you ain't answering that bitch. You ain't making calls from that motherfucker. So, like, if Mark Zuckerberg does have a Facebook account, he ain't logging on, posting pictures of his kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? I, like, he ain't he ain't doing that. I, I don't know that for a fact, but I am pretty confident in saying that he ain't doing that. Right? But this is going to be happening. And, you know, people... People don't really give a fuck because people don't know the magnitude of their identity. They don't know how precious their personal information is. Um, 
I heard a story about a woman once that had her medical identity stolen. She went to apply for some insurance coverage. She was an otherwise healthy woman. Uh, once the underwriting and all that stuff came back, found out she had stage three renal cancer. And she was like, nah, that can't be. I, I, I just got blood work done four days ago. Come to find out someone stole her medical identity. That happens more time than you think. If I don't have any insurance and I go to the emergency room and they ask me for my wallet, I don't have I, I don't have any ID. It's an emergency. I, I you know I left my wallet in the house. What's my what what's your name? I I give them a dummy name. It's as simple as that. Right? So what steps are you guys taking to protect your identity from shit like that? From, you know, Target losing their customer's credit card in, in, in information. You know, the PlayStation Network getting hacked, losing their customer's credit cards in, information. Right? We tell Facebook everything. You know, but who's, but who's, who's also going to account for this? Is there anybody that's going to be held accountable for this? I don't know. I hope so. I don't know. Um, but, you know, we got the Russians. We got fake news. We got all this shit. They have Mark Zuckerberg on senate and and like he's just giving off this act like like he's just all just all shucks i'm just a young kid homie ain't that young i believe he's my age i'm 34 homie ain't that young if i ran a company that lost 50 million of my clients personal information i don't think people would be so willing to forgive me as 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 they are to forgive mark you know what i'm saying um, I don't have a beef with Apple. I'm a Apple geek. I got, you know, the phone, the watch, the computer, the tablet, the little pencil. I fucks with Apple. I fucks with Apple even more now. With the new iOS update, um, they're gonna give us, uh, they're gonna provide us with a shortcut, or at least they're gonna give you the chance to create an own shortcut, your own shortcut, where you, you can say, "Hey Siri, I'm getting pulled over." And um, I, I, I say that, and, you know what I'm saying, my phone started bugging. Um, <laughs> they say, um, you know, I'm getting pulled over, and the bitch going to start to record your phone. It's going to dim it's gonna dim the screen and start recording and shit so you can, you know, protect yourself. And you can even set it up to where as though it sends that video to a contact that you, are, that, that you previously named. I think that's dope. It's a, that's a big move. Right? It's weird how we're finding all these back doors and all these ins and outs to problems that are easily fixable. Right? Like, huh, South Carolina. Some jackass thought it was a good idea to, to, to shoot at the cops. And, and, and I believe one officer died. A couple of other officers were, were like, wounded. Somehow, somewhere, they found a way to put the bracelets on this man. And they arrested him. Um, yet there's countless videos of black people sitting in cars, black people sitting in parks, you know, black people standing on the street, getting killed, getting jumped on, getting beat up by the cops. You get a white guy, and I, and, and I knew he was white when I read the story, I don't know his name, and, and I'm not even going to look it up, because I'm not even going to get that motherfucker platform, because he's, he's a piece of shit. I knew he was white because they arrested him. Someone just said, oh, suspect is arrested. I was like, oh, that motherfucker got to be white. You feel what I'm saying? 
in the town in, 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 in the town that I went to high school in cop shot a black dude six times serving a child support warrant a child support warrant shot homie six times he's dead serving a child support warrant get a motherfucker shoots shoots seven cops kills one and y'all put the braces on him let's address that issue there right we it it, it shouldn't take companies like apple and fucking app developers and and things like that to put systems in place so that the average citizen and I say average you know cuz I'm talking about me the average citizen the average civilian um has to basically body cam himself and send the video to a pre-name contact just so I'm not paranoid when I get pulled over. Much like there's a, a, a bunch of ancillary businesses coming from the fact like, you know, they got bulletproof chalkboards and um, all of these like survivalist companies are figuring out ways to protect children in schools when there's an active shooter situation without addressing why there are active shooters in schools. Right? But, yeah. It ain't gonna happen no no time soon. So, shout out Apple. Shout out whoever the app developer is for this. Um, briefly, Brett Kavanaugh was alleged to have been investigated by the FBI. The claims that... Um, that Dr. Ford made, um, from what I understand, they didn't interview witnesses and people that they were supposed to interview. Um, listen, how fuck is the FBI going to conduct an investigation about an incident that happened 35 years ago in seven days? Like, I wish I could do some crime. I could commit some crime and like motherfuckers take like four or five days to invest. Oh, no, well, we didn't find it. We didn't talk to any other witnesses. We didn't do any deep diving, really. We supplied the witnesses we did talk to with questions beforehand so they could prepare. And we're done. So there are people protesting in D.C. right now. Um, and by all means, protest, you know, if you feel raw, if you feel like, you know what I'm saying, your, your politicians, your whatever, ain't, ain't really looking out for your best interest with this Dr. Kavanaugh thing. I'm um, excuse me with this judge Kavanaugh thing. Um, because, you know, I mean, even, even, even like, even like his friends from college, um, from school are, are coming out talking about, yo, nah, like Brett used to get it popping. That motherfuckers are drunk. We used to get shit faced. And he lied. That's perjury, yo. That last I checked, that was a crime. You can go to jail for perjury. But um, to quote the great American philosopher Chris Rock, it's all right if it's all white. You know what I'm saying? Um, because yeah. Also, Yale University is in New Haven, Connecticut. And, if, and, you know, I was born in Connecticut, and my, my mother graduated high school in Connecticut. I had a lot of family in Connecticut. Um, New Haven's hood, right? However, white kids from status, white kids from privilege, 
They fucking know how to party. Right? I'm not anti-drug. I'm not against drugs. Um, I guess you can say I've experimented with drugs in my life. And my first time using most drugs, excuse me, my first time using all drugs with the exception of alcohol, maybe marijuana, but marijuana is not a drug. You know what I'm saying? But, but like my first, it was, it, it was with some non-black person, right? It was either with a, a white person or a new white person. Some of y'all that know me know what I mean when I say new white. I'm sure you go to Yale University on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, and if you happen to gain access into one of these parties, not, not necessarily a frat party, I don't want to put the frat boys to shame that, that don't get down like this, but you find the right party to go to, there's going to be a whole lot of motherfuckers snorting and sniffing and shooting and blowing and smoking and popping. Because that's how they get down. But they don't get locked up, though. They don't get raided and shit. They don't get their door kicked in. They don't get their face fucking pressed against the concrete because, you know, we smelt marijuana. That 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 doesn't happen to them. Um But yo, there's countless reports. And I mean I, I again I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go into it. I believe this dude's gonna be voted in. And, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. But this is a slap in the face, especially the women, yo. You know what I'm saying? We we, we especially Nah, uh, eh, I'm not gonna get too much into politics, and I, I I I say that as I as I get to the last story that we're gonna talk about, which is um a president's tax returns. Yo, the New York Times put out um, an article about um a president's tax returns, or 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 like or like the 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 schemes, the tax schemes that Donald Trump participated in to avoid paying taxes, and yo. I mean, you know what? I guess we gotta find. I guess we gotta find the facts. We gotta do a deep dive into the facts and get all the necessary information. But uh, we didn't know this. This is news, right? So, like, you know, on, on the campaign trail, homie said that his dad gave him a small loan of a million dollars, and he used that small loan to 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 build this 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 you know like real estate conglomerate that is Trump Holdings, right? Um, comma, however. The New York Times investigated found that he received at least uh, four hundred thirteen million in today's dollars from his dad's real estate empire, much through tax dodges in in, in the 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 nineties. Um, Fred Trump um, named his son. His son was was like receiving revenue from rental properties and all that when he was three years old. He, he was a millionaire when he was eight years old, and and whatever the case now. In Fred Trump's defense, that's something that I think we all want to do for our children. We all want to put our children in positions where it's impossible for them to fail. Um, so I'm not faulting Fred Trump for that. If he did it illegally and he got away with it, yo, then you, you, listen, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, and you ain't speeding until the cop writes you a ticket. You feel what I'm saying? You ain't fucking breaking the law until you get caught. You ain't, you ain't foul somebody unless the ref blows a whistle. Right? Um, in terms of the not paying taxes, yeah, we knew that, yo. And if this is, is supposed to be proof, um, then what happens now? What are we going to do about it now? 
You know? Right? Here we go. By age three, Donald Trump was earning 200 grand a year in today's dollars from his father's empire. He was a millionaire by age eight. By the time he was 17, his father had given him part ownership of a 52-unit apartment building. Soon after Mr. Trump graduated from college, he was receiving an equivalent of $1 million a year from his father. The money increased with the years to more than $5 million annually in his 40s and 50s. Again, this is something that I think we all want to do for our children. It's just the fact that, A, I guess homie lied. B, homie didn't pay taxes. C, a lot of us don't like the president. So any chance they get to kind of snipe and gripe and bitch and moan and talk shit about the president, they're going to do that. But what happens now? Is he going to go to jail? Like, you're going to send the IRS in there to do, to fucking slap the bracelets on him like I did Ronald Isley? Nah, that ain't going to happen. So what? Right? This is just fodder for us. You know, this is fodder for us to talk about, thankfully. We have this content. Um, But it's wild how everything we do now is political. Insanely political. Whereas people would go against their best interests because it agrees with their politics. Right? Like it's women out here defending this brick Kavanaugh creep. Yo. Like, Like it's women out here saying that Dr. Ford is a motherfucking liar. Yo. That's the man's job, honey. Thought the men were supposed to be chauvinist and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's women out here doing that strictly for political reasons. Insane. This is this, yo, 2018 is a motherfucking doozy. 2018 is real. 2018 is a motherfucking doozy. These motherfuckers are tripping. All the way tripping. Um, I'm gonna wrap up. I'm gonna wrap up on this though. Um, this is the 51st episode, I believe, of the Hood Loves Me podcast. And um We've been doing this for a year, almost a year, a little bit over a year. And I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate the support. Um, you know, I was blown away by, by the fact that I was, I was, I was asked to kind of co-host this live show that I'm doing tomorrow. Um, super excited. And um, I remember years ago. Years ago, they tried to, no, 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 fucking around. Years ago, my homeboy Fresh, Fresh, if you listen to this, my nigga, I apologize. I apologize to you 100%. My man Fresh had the idea, and, and when I say years ago, I mean maybe 07, 08, maybe. You know, but like years ago, like early, like I, like I don't even think Barack Obama was president type early. Um... He had this idea. I was like, yo, son, catch and start a podcast and like really get this shit pumping. And I was probably the loudest voice in the room that shitted on that idea. And um, even in terms of starting this podcast, you know, it was something that I procrastinated with and I hesitated with. And I was like, and I, you know, I had the idea, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because there's a certain level of insecurity that everybody has with anything that they're not familiar with. Right. I, I knew shit about podcasting except the, the, the few podcasts that I would like to listen to. Um, and throughout this process, you know what I'm saying, we're still learning about di- different things. You know, I have people calling me 
um, that that support the podcast, saying, "Yo, you know, the audio wasn't right with this, or you know, what I'm saying the sound isn't right over here, and you know, we're not getting the stream right on this platform, and you know, what I'm saying we're figuring this out as we're going along, failing forward. You know what I'm saying? And um, again, I'm literally blown away that there's so many people that enjoy listening." To me, talk. I thank y'all. Um, I just wished I would have started sooner. So if there's a project that you want to work on, if there's something that you want to do, if there's, if there's, you know what I'm saying, anything that you're kind of unsure about doing, yo, fuck it. Pull that trigger. If you get it wrong, then get it right going forward. But ain't, the shit ain't never going to be perfect. And everybody is insecure. Nobody feels like that they're good enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, just do it, yo, because you never know who's who's watching. And um, I'm going to try to get this audio for the live show. Um, we got somebody recording it. I, I'm going to try to get the video. And we're going to try to put it out there for y'all. Um, so... If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. Um, we're on about maybe maybe ten to thirteen different platforms: Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, um, on on the Google Play Store, um, Apple Podcasts. There's a whole. I mean, there's a bunch of different. There's a bunch of places that I'm fucking forgetting. So, um, yeah, man. Thank y'all for joining us and um be on the lookout for a special episode as well as next week's show coming to y'all yiddy so senator you uh you just read the fbi background report on kavanaugh what are your thoughts well uh that report if that's an investigation it's a bullshit investigation the reality is that 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 is not a full and thorough investigation. Evidently, the Republicans who gave the direction to the FBI of what could be investigated was extremely limited. You don't, you know, I hear a lot about lack of corroboration. Well, you don't get corroboration if you don't talk to corroborating witnesses at the end of the day, and that obviously didn't happen here. Uh, and so uh, I'm amazed. I'm amazed that for the highest court in the land, this is the type of uh, report the FBI produces.